This episode of the Apple Bits XL is sponsored by SaneBox, an AI-driven email management tool that saves the average user two and a half hours of time per week by seamlessly organizing and filtering emails. To start your free trial and get a $25 credit, visit SaneBox.com slash AppleBits today. That's S-A-N-E-B-O-X dot com slash AppleBits. All right, everybody, today, this week's episode, special guest, Farouk Kirkman, a.k.a. iPhoneDo, an amazing tech creator. We're going to talk about the new 15-inch M2 MacBook Air. We're going to talk about the new Mac Studio with the M2 Ultra. And we're going to talk about what it's like for his first time being on Apple campus at WWDC and everything in between all that. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hey, everybody, let's get to the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Apple Bits XL. Brian Tong here, your host, doing the most for everything good and bad inside the world of Apple. Look, I kind of told you all in a previous podcast, I have been planning for my wedding that is happening in a week. And so there's a lot going on, but you know, I'm going to deliver you the goods. Just released my new M2 MacBook Air in-depth review with stuff that no one else did uh, from a standpoint of covering it and showing you what it's capable of. Uh, Did one of those binaural microphone headphone tests, not headphone tests, speaker tests, so you can actually hear the difference between the 13 and the 15-inch M2 MacBook Air, which is really cool. So go to the YouTube channel, check that out. This here is the AppleBits XL podcast, all the latest greatest inside outside the world of apple and the greater larger technology world as a whole this is episode 273 are we creeping up on 275 i mean we're gonna hit 300 by the end of this year which is incredible so thank you so much for coming out and supporting all right let's get to some quick orders of business before we get to the show and my guest iphone first of all i want you to be a part of the show so how do you do it all you got to do is record a voice memo, send it into Apple Bits Show with a Z. That's AppleBitsShow at gmail.com. Your name, where you're from, what you want to talk about. Are you going to get the new 15-inch M2 MacBook Air? Did you already get the new 15-inch MacBook Air? And what do you think about it? Uh, you'll hear our thoughts coming up. Just send it in, the voice memo, AppleBitsShow at gmail.com. Also, this show is brought to you by you, Patreon.com slash Brian Tong is how you support my content. It's how you support this podcast. What does it do? Well, it starts at $2 per month, $5, which is like a cup of coffee. If that's the value that I give you, $10, $25, or the $100 Platinum Apple level. And what do you get? Early access to content, rewards at different levels, and a completely ad-free version of the show. Plus, we have our monthly Patreon-exclusive Zoom call, which we just did, and we talked all about the Apple Vision Pro. We got some contests going on as well, and we just finished our recent closure rings challenge, which I will be announcing the winners before I take off for this, uh, basically the next two weeks on a wedding break, but I'll get some content out for you in between that time. So I won't be completely missing, but in reality, I'll be totally checked out. So thank you so much for the support, patreon.com slash Brian Tong. All right, let's get to it right now. Here is myself. And Mr. iPhone-o talking about Apple, talking about the experience, talking about the new M2 MacBook Air and the new Mac Studio. So, hey, enjoy. All right, everybody, a special guest new to the show here, Farouk, a.k.a. You probably know him more as iPhone-o. I mean, that's how I was first introduced to him. Welcome to the show, Farouk. Thanks so much for hanging out, buddy. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Oh, this is awesome. Uh, you know, I've been watching your content for a long time. And your production level, I've told you this in person, is like chef's kiss, um, your presentation. I think you are, I mean, I think it's a good thing because people sometimes say this. About, I think you're criminally underrated, okay? It's a good thing to be underrated versus overrated. But I just want to give you your flowers and say, like, you're doing an awesome job. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show. Thank you so much. It means so much coming from you. And um, I'm not saying this because we're talking <laughs> to each other right now. But I love your stuff. And especially when we did the headphone review, um, I I loved your video so much, and it was like parallel. Our videos were parallel. I was like, this is how this is how we should approach this, and he did fantastic. So, yeah, I love your stuff, and I've been watching for for a really long time, from back then. You know, you were on my TV when I when I first bought my TV, Apple Byte, right? I'm not wrong. It's, I mean, that's that, that. Yeah, you're no, you're right. That that is that is yeah. old school. I mean, 
You know what's what's interesting is also I remember when our reviews came out, I had had people in the comments say like, "Oh, yours is exactly like phone to, like the 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 with this was for our Air AirPods Max review. AirPods Max. And it yeah. took it took me like literally a week to build to figure out. We both used binaural microphone uh microphones which are shaped like your ears to collect sound the way you hear them cuz you and I are like, "Let's I didn't even know if it was going to work, right?" But I was like, yeah. let's give this a shot. So we put these headphones, the AirPod Max and others, over this binaural microphone and recorded it and presented it to let people hear it for themselves and decide yeah. for themselves. And there's not many yeah. videos that do that. And so we basically approached it exactly the same, had a similar kind of story arc. We did have differences. And people were like, oh, you guys are kind of like, I'm going to tell you right now, there's no way that him and I could have copied each other if we released this within 24 hours of each other. And yeah. the time it took for us to make it. There's just no way. There's yeah. no way. It is one of my very rare videos that I have zero beauty shots of the product. Like there's, n- it's pure, pure experience. Mm-hmm. And this is how it works. This is what it does. And I can make you hear it as much as I can. And then I see your video. You did exactly the same thing. I'm like, this is what, because that's what we can do. You cannot just put them on and be like, well, yeah, it sounds good. You know? And I mean, it's one of my best videos because, and just long tail, just purely because people are still watching that. And like, you still get random comments like, dude, this is an amazing thing. And I was like, I'm glad, like, cause you and I put in a lot, a lot of work on oh, that. Oh yeah, so, it was crazy amount of work, yeah. So, um, you know, I phoned out, I mean, I call you fruit cause we're friends, but can you tell people a little bit about yourself and what you cover? Um, everyone, you better subscribe to his channel cause it's, it's incredible. Of course, I would love that. My name is Farouk, and uh, I used to have websites dedicated to the products. I had a website for um, Sony Ericsson. I had a website for Nokia. I had a website for iPhone. And you would go to these websites and get information about those products. And also, we had forums back then where you would go, ask questions, and things like that. It's things in that nature. And then one day, um, I had my videos up on Google Video before YouTube, but then YouTube transferred those to YouTube. I mean, uh, Google transferred those to YouTube because they were shutting down Google Video. And that's how I, that's w- how my YouTube channel, the iPhone YouTube channel turned into a thing. And then I was, um, I live in Los Angeles. I was walking by an Apple store. There was a line outside of it. It was for iPhone 3GS. So I filmed it, I uploaded it, and then it got some traction. And then I got a MacBook, and then I put that on on, on my channel. And it got more attraction. So it turned into iFondo. That's how iFondo was born. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't something planned. And I'm, I review technology. I review a lot of Apple products, uh, drones, cameras. Mm-hmm. I review what I know and what I love. Um, maybe we will discuss this later, but I used to review stuff I don't like as well because that would add, um, you know, a nice taste to the channel. But in time, I, 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 I started reviewing things I like more because to be, I want to be more positive and happy. Like, I love this camera. You can make crazy things with it. Mm-hmm. Come look at this, you know, Mac Studio. It's insane, you know. That's my approach at at this time and i think it's incredible because you know while you're doing this the the fact is as a creator you 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 basically kind of fell into this this was something you loved doing but you didn't you weren't at that time no one knew what youtube was and what it was going to be right you were making videos they got tracked like i'm gonna keep doing this and now it's like this is what we can do for a living and quite honestly i would say um, and we will, for everyone listening, we will jump into the MacBook Air real soon. But I just want to say, because of how you and other creators have been able to uh, make YouTube a viable platform to make a living, like honestly, me leaving that other place and becoming one of you, you guys helped me. Ba- you laid the groundwork for me to be success- successful here. So, you know, I can only say thanks. Like, it's all this this relationship that, you know, you watched me back in the day, but I watched you and then now. I, I was able to jump over because of what you you guys and gals have really built from a tech YouTube's perspective. So you know, I, there's always love that goes both ways. I think our community, our this tech tech community, is is precious. I love mm. everyone in it, and and 
yeah, everyone like does great stuff and then everyone else benefits from it. It's and it's just us mostly yeah. sitting in our living rooms and doing this. You can not do it if you do not want to. It's so simple, but we just we're just driven into this. We love sharing our, you know, findings about a product. Our, I, I see myself as the bridge between the company and the consumer. Mm-hmm. And I think most of us is the same way because, I don't know, I think we're doing a good job. It's, it's, I mean, it's fun. It's a lot of work. I mean, I didn't realize how much work it was until I started doing it, but it, it's... <laughs> It's really like there's there's times where certain products or just certain videos you put out, you just feel good about it. You don't care or know who's going to actually watch it, but there's something rewarding about that that journey of just being able to create something, just like throw it out into the world and let people oh, yeah. figure out. And they can throw whatever comments they want. Okay, so um, Farouk, let's talk about you know the product that Apple just released that is getting the most buzz that is physically here right now. That is the new 15-inch M2 MacBook Air. Uh, we both have dropped our reviews on it, so I kind of would love to hear your first impressions and general takes, and we'll, we'll kind of just talk about it. I haven't reviewed the MacBook Air. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Correct. No, no, correct. no. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. My I've brain, my brain is smart. At WWDC. No, it's totally fine. Okay. I've seen it um, at WWDC, and um, as far as I've seen, I really love the colors, and and I'm really in love with M2. And uh, I was expecting M2 to be, a, you know, faster than M1. But the more I use M2, I I can't get over how much better it is. Because coming from Intel, it was a huge jump, and I wasn't expecting another great jump. And and there it is. It's but yeah. you tell me, you tell me. I I mean, I love the colors. I love the keyboard. I love the bigger size and the and the screen and all. But how is it? How is it well, when it comes to doing stuff with it? I think the best way that I describe it is if you know what you have in a Mac, a 13-inch MacBook Air with an M2, it's literally that with a bigger screen and the speakers are a lot better. And that's and guess what? They didn't need to do and they've you know this whole space this 15-inch ultra thin esque laptop has been dominated by PCs for years because Apple hasn't chosen to enter this specific space, right? The general consumer, every time someone asks me about a computer, I typically will say, okay, start off with a 13 inch air, the price, the reliability, the performance, how quiet it is because it's fanless, um, everything you get and the ease of use and the fact that you can do everything on it. That's typically the starting point. But when it came to, you know, if I said, hey, what, if someone says, I want a game on it, I'm, I'm going to say, don't, don't look at a Mac if you're a really hardcore gamer. They have games, but not the games right when they come out. They always, for a creator, a content creator, it has to be, you have to point to someone at a MacBook Pro who care, who's seriously caring about content creation. But then yeah. this 15-inch thin space has been dominated by PCs, and now Apple's like, um... Yeah, we're going to get into that, and they want a piece of the pie. They're going to take a big chunk of that pie because so once people get their hands on this that has never there's – a, there's a group of us like you and me. We like bigger screens because we're creating content for yeah. the most part, especially when we're traveling. Um, I have a M1 Max MacBook Pro. I did not upgrade it to an M2 because the M1 Max is already a beast. But using this M2 yeah. now, and because it has the media engine that tears through video – and because it's at one and a half pounds lighter than a fully specced out 16-inch MacBook Pro, I'm not saying that I need it, but when we travel all the time and go to these events, knowing that I can still, whatever, I can render out a video on a M2 15-inch MacBook Air, that's about a, what, a 15-minute video in about nine minutes, that's... <laughs> I'm not, I don't have any problem with that. I really don't. No, and it, it just yeah. comes down, right? So it's what you expect, but it's it's also incredible. Like, I, I'm, I'm at the point where we we take for granted and this new generation of content creators that have no idea what it took to edit a video. I mean, I talk about editing video on Firewire, Mini DV. I was just at the end of Hi8, but the process, the time, even how long it took to export a video... 
I mean, using Final Cut Pro, you're exporting a 13-minute video in like a minute and a half on these machines. Yeah. That's... And, and we're, not talking, we're not talking about just a footage that is just cut because that's how it was back in the t day. You would just cut it. And if you're really courageous, you would just put a title and then the th title would ruin everything. The computer would be uh, heating up and then the render times would go up. But now we have lots sounds, effects, transitions, everything. And it's just five minutes exported in H.265. Tiny uh, file in 4K. Great looking footage. It is unbelievable. I cannot get over it. And in WWD, when we were at the WWDC, everything was going so fast. You had to finish your video and upload it super fast. And I was the slow one. Like the computer was ahead of me. The computer was like, come on, come on, come on. Just finish it so I can export it. It is so good. It's so freeing to have this kind of really good technology right under our hands. I love it. Yeah, it's... Um it's incredible. When I first said an, uh, an export of nine minutes, that was, I forgot, that was on Adobe Premiere. I know, I know there's a lot of people that are like, why aren't you on Final Cut yet? And it's just one of those things where I learned on Premiere when I went independent. I was like, I don't have a month to get, and I know all the advantages of Final Cut Pro. I've seen them, but it's just like, I'm just so much more efficient still, and it, it would take me probably a month to really transition over, and you know, like how fat things fast, how fast things move. I just don't have a month to like really retrain my brain and I'm still really efficient. So I'm like, but they're, you know, Final Cut Pro on an iPad and that, that's got me more like, okay, let's, let's just try and make a video on an iPad just because, just because, right? Um, but you're, you're a Final Cut guy? I'm a Final Cut guy, yeah. And I absolutely know what you're talking about because that muscle memory and everything, you can't go ahead and try to discover where the speed ramp is in the middle of your editing <laughs> when you're trying to finish a video for a deadline. You don't have a luxury like that. You may do it on your free time. You may watch a couple of videos on YouTube to see what is where. Also, with this kind of stuff, when you're learning something new that is similar to what you're doing, with, when let's say you, you switch to... DaVinci Resolve, you don't know what you don't know. That is so muscle memory in the other editing program until it happens. All the plugins and everything, suddenly everything is changing. It's a, it's a big thing, so I understand. And I don't know, wait nine minutes instead of five, so who cares, you know, as long as you got the footage <laughs> out, as long as the editing, it's four minutes. It doesn't matter because back in the day, mm. we would go and make coffee while our computers were starting up they I were mean, just starting up <laughs> right and and now you you know like there's the instant on you you open the lid of a macbook air if you look at it the screen is on before you can even open it like 30 degrees right the screen turns on like yeah. yeah all these things i love how you mentioned that because you know i think it there is value in us being around you and i having just such a long experience with tech to just to see how it evolves like i mean for people that know don't know like Farouk was part of like the skateboarding scene during those heydays in the 80s in la and like i learned all this and i mean though that was one of the true innovative spots of video with handy cams i mean you you guys and gals were doing things that when we saw it on a finished product we were like blown away right i mean that that, yeah. that was one of those hotbeds of really like creative innovation when it came to video production so you've seen oh, it. Oh yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> but I wasn't here. I wasn't here while I was skating. I was in I was in Turkey, but oh, you're yes, in Turkey. I was following all of that. I was in Turkey, yeah. But yeah, all those all those the the guy skating with them and getting those uh shots now we get with gimbals. Super simple. You may even run next to a skateboarder. It doesn't matter, it's stabilized. So yeah, you know with the MacBook Air, um the other things that I'd bring mention. The speakers sound great, but I, I I would not say buy a laptop because the speakers are better. I think no one does that, but it's a great... I think Apple's audio um, speaker-wise for their laptop line has been super underrated over the that past three or four years. They've done yeah. an incredible job. Just even Apple positioning themselves as an audio company, right? It started with the AirPods. I mean, they have a history of doing that iPod speaker dock a long time ago, a long, long time ago. Uh, was and yeah. But then... 
Now we talk about the AirPods, the AirPods Max, the spatial audio in Dolby Atmos, but the actual quality of the audio on their laptops. Um, it's they're more than just you know that they are killing that space as well. And I just think everyone pays attention to so many other things that they don't get enough credit for their audio. Okay, so I have a question for you. Yeah, where are the speakers on on this machine? <laughs> so, <laughs> where is it? It's a good question because there are no. There are no speaker. There are no speaker grills. Like if you look here, there are there are no speaker grills on the uh, 15-inch MacBook Air. So they're firing mm-hmm. from like from like in here. They're firing from that that gap. You can't see it, it, but they're firing from. But yeah, you know, I I you know when we talk about uh, because we don't always watch each other's reviews when we talk about. I use the binaural microphone to compare the speakers of the 13-inch versus this new 15 inch. And you can mm-hmm. tell, you can really yeah. tell. All right, let's take a little breather from the show. We will get right back into it because this episode of the Apple Bits XL is sponsored by SaneBox. It's an email management software that lets you work smarter in your inbox, save time, and focus on things more important than email. SaneBox is all about saving you time and helping you stress less on email. Using its proprietary AI, SaneBox organizes your incoming emails into appropriate folders so when you open your inbox, you'll only see the important emails without lifting a finger. It's like a smart assistant with years of experience who knows what's important to you. Now on average, this saves the average user between two to four hours each week by seamlessly organizing and filtering emails. SaneBox works with any email client. That also means you don't have to change email clients to take advantage of all of SaneBox's benefits. Now as a trial user, SaneBox even offers a free one-to-one SaneBox concierge service where you can sit down with one of their email experts to review process steps for managing your email and then setting up SaneBox to match your workflow. Now, I found that it helps sort the emails that matter to me and those that don't, and I still check them and move messages when I need it so it learns. It's just an easy label in my Gmail that I peek at every day. So start your free trial and get a $25 credit. Visit SaneBox.com slash AppleBits today. That's S-A-N-E-B-O-X.com slash AppleBits. It it has two woofers and one tweeter on both sides. They're, the 13 has one tweeter and one woofer. That that makes a difference right there. Even that. And they're vibration right? canceling, right? So yeah, yeah, it's not yeah, vibrating. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. It's, it's, it's really nice. So, you know... When I look at this, when I look at this machine, twelve ninety nine starting price point for what it. If if you're, you know, I talked about if you're really taking content creation seriously. Yeah, I point you to MacBook Pro. If I'm a young college student who wants to get into content creation, an M2 base model. You don't have to break the bank. A base model M2 no. is going to do it for you. It really is. You know, I'd say bump up the RAM yeah. a little bit, bump up the storage space a little bit if you're really serious about video, but. Um, I mean, the fact that I'm just kind of like lackadaisically like holding this thing up, like ah, whatever. It's um, this is this is an amazing machine for anyone. It's so good that I, I I want one for the road, but I'm not gonna. I I don't think I should, but maybe maybe I'll end up with one just because it 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 does so much for what I need. But I have a laptop, so I'm I kind of play things as I'm a general consumer. I there's some people that can't afford and buy literally everything that comes out. I just don't do that personally. Because mm-hmm. I think it it does a disservice to people watching that if you can buy everything and you do buy everything and you don't make uh, judicious choices, it just changes how you think about technology in general. If you're a hungry hungry creator and you are all about getting your you know product finished and you don't have a budget that that we're spending on our on our crazy high-end laptops, that will get the job done. You will get your video finished with that thing or whatever you're doing, your music. And it's super light because everything adds up too. The camera, the, the laptop, the charger, everything starts adding up in your backpack. So when you go to an event and if you have a heavy backpack, you're constantly draining because you're carrying that thing. And every, every bit of weight you save counts. So in that sense, that's a really actually good laptop as well. I mean, I can't even tell you just traveling, like carrying all my camera gear and a laptop in a bag. There's a lot of weight involved there. So one and a half pounds, I'll tell you, it makes a huge difference going from a 16-inch MacBook Pro to a 15-inch MacBook Air and one and a half pounds is off off that weight. 
I mean, that, that, that's huge, quite honestly. Yeah. Even yeah. if you're a traveling photographer or someone like that, you know, yeah. and you need that, you want that larger screen space. So um, I think it's an incredible machine. Uh, I know that I'm not buying one yet. I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll let you know if I do. But um, is there any other questions or things like observations from your side that make that intriguing for you? Everything about it is just so good for me. But I, I want to know how much better the screen is compared mm -hmm. to the previous well uh, they're Mac using the Air. they're using the same um sa same screen same uh uh pixel per inch uh, resolution uh pixel per inch uh, density same 500 nits same uh color gamut uh p3 color gamut support and true tone so it is exactly the same display as the 13 inch so um, yeah. it's not obviously it's not a promotion display it's not mini led like the pros have um I, you know, you and I, when we edit, we don't, we're editing like 20, 24 frame, 30 frame per second video most of the time. The fact that it's a 60 hertz refresh rate doesn't bother me, especially when I'm editing yeah. video. It's like, I don't, you know, maybe if you're someone who really cares about the promotion with uh, scrolling through web pages and menus, I, it hasn't made a big enough difference for me that I'm like, I gotta have it. Um, uh, so I, I don't think, I don't think that this, this does not suffer from not having promotion and guess what you're not paying like an extra 200 300 because of that that's i agree i only i only see it when i when we mention it and we, we start looking for it and then and then after a while it just goes away mm -hmm. it just goes away for me exactly it's not so. a deal breaker but if it if if a computer is super slow that's a deal breaker if it's <laughs> you know the if the ref, if the refresh rate isn't up to promotion then you can still get your stuff done yeah so macbook Air. i mean i'm this is this is a a rad apple i just not i'm just not throwing down on it so let's talk about the mac <laughs> studio because you you got that and you reviewed yeah. that um again i don't watch yeah. people's reviews until i finish mine um i'd love to hear your thoughts about the mac studio did which which model first of all did you get uh, was it an m2 ultra or what like what did what what were you sent for review I got the M2 Ultra with 128 gigabytes of RAM and four terabytes of storage. <laughs> uh, so it's it's not the, uh, like full maxed out, especially when it comes to RAM. But I don't think I needed uh, 192 gigabytes of RAM. And so I have my files that are set that I use for every uh, uh, computer review because I know how they behave and they're my files. It's not just downloaded from internet. So I know how they behave. I know what plugins are in there and what results I get. So I start doing my tests and the results were like nothing made sense. The results were um, almost like 50%. It, it finished it almost in 50% less time. Mm -hmm. So, I was like, this is this is not this 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 is not possible. Oh, uh, so I put Farouk, the files. What are, you, again. what are you on right? What are you on right? Now? What is your main computer right now? Just out of curiosity, I'm right. I was using the M1 Ultra uh, Mac Studio, mm. and I immediately jumped to M2 Ultra. I'm I'm still using it. So that I mean so, that's a huge that's huge a fifty percent jump from M1 Ultra to M2 Ultra. You're saying, yeah, fifty percent less time. So it's a, yes, it's yes, a decrease yeah, in yeah, and. So it didn't make sense for me. So I restart the computer. I, I did the tests again. And then I and then I thought to myself, maybe they changed because sometimes when you uh, upgrade your compressor, the, the settings in the compressor presets, they change. They change it to something else. So I go and find my old files and look at everything and then compare. No, it is just that much faster. But at the same time, this is why I love, love, this listening so much i did the same tests with my older machines to see what happened with the updates and you know mm -hmm. uh and they're faster too so even if you have an m1 ultra m1 whatever max studio those machines are more optimized now they're faster but then there's m2 <laughs> ultra which is mind-blowing you mind -blowing. you literally put your file to a trying to export it and then it's it's exported before you know so it is 
I, I haven't got used to it yet. When I first got my Mac Pro uh, in the Intel days, it was so fast. And, and after a while, it, you would just get used to it. It's like, yeah, this is how this machine works. Mm -hmm. With this, I'm still, I'm still mind blown. And what it does, it does is it makes you want to do more stuff. Mm -hmm. You want to edit more. You want to put more effects. You're not afraid to bring it that, bring in those things that slows the computer down normally. And that opens a huge, I don't know, this fresh feeling when you're mm. editing that you're not afraid to, you know, explore. Because sometimes you do some effects to see if it's going to work. Maybe you will discover something that's going to be, you know, a signature on your on your channel. But if the computer is slow, everything's taking forever, you're on a tight time schedule, you give up on it, right? You're like, mm -hmm. never mind, it's fine, let's put the video out. But if it is this fast... Then you're like, okay, let's see what I can do. Let's see what I can do. Let's see how much I can push. So in that sense, it's an incredible machine, super quiet. And then I did a test to see if there's any throttling, if there's any heat issues. And in the room temperature and in the colder temperature, it made minimum difference. <laughs> you can't even take that into consideration. So the machine has no problem with the heat so if you're comparing it to a Mac Pro, but if you don't want all the PCI slots, you're not going to use it. Or, you know, if, if you prefer a SD card reader on a machine, there is no performance difference. You can just get the Mac Studio with M2 in it. It just works great. And it's super quiet. No matter what I did, I haven't mm -hmm. heard the fans yet. Yeah, it's a it's fantastic device. You know, you, you brought up two really interesting and good points. So people kind of forget that these companies, whether it's Apple or third party, they do optimize their software after the fact. And so what I found is render tests that because I keep this whole log of all the render tests, right? Because you just want to have a history of it. Uh, render times for the M2 MacBook Air 13 inch were better a year later because of improvements in optimization of software, right? Same exact Absolutely. hardware but it got, it got better. And so yeah. that, that is something that we don't talk about or people just kind of don't think about it, but it does actually, these companies still are getting this better a year later. Um, and then, you know, it reminds me when you talk about how you had to like rerun the tests. I used to have a Intel MacBooks uh, 16 inch, or sorry, a MacBook, I guess it was 15 inch at the time, MacBook Pro. Was it 16? I can't remember. It was the Intel based, the last Intel based mm -hmm. MacBook Pro. And I remember when the M1 first came out and we didn't know, we really didn't know anything. Apple told us about it, but it sounded too good to be true. We're like, ah, oh, whatever, faster than Intel, blah, 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 this much. And we then all I ran did the, the same thing, yeah. yeah. We, you know, none of us had a point of reference because we're all doing these reviews by ourselves on our own. And the numbers didn't make sense. I ran them over and over and over and they were literally, I think the M1 cut my Intel time in more less more than half the time it was like it took like a third of the time and i'm like this is this something's wrong right something is wrong and it wasn't wrong and so then as i did my review i just had to accept it because it was it didn't make sense and so yeah to your point this same thing of even going from m1 ultra studio to m2 ultra studio the fact that and i i think they told not i think um I remember they showed us a demo and they told us that they've actually added more optimization for the fact that there's now two media engines. They made them work even more efficiently together in the M2 Ultra versus the previous mm -hmm. M1 Ultra configuration. So that's another, yeah. right? That's another jump. But um, to, to be able to be blown away by render times, I mean, I know this is what we do, but it's actually hard to be blown away. And Apple continues to keep doing that. And I got to imagine when they have this new three nanometer process that's supposed to be more powerful, more power efficient, if we see a more, we, we technically should see a more significant jump from M2 to M3 than we saw from M1 to M2 because they're using the same chip process. Like that's, I'm like, what else do I need? A, a, a M1 Ultra that you have can edit eight, uh, 22 streams of 8K video? Imp yeah. So when you talk about the creative possibilities, it's like, man, maybe... I'll flirt with once in a while doing an 8K video just cause, <laughs> right? Just cause there's yeah, no ceiling. You now. can, yeah, yeah. It's just that good. I remember, I think 
my first time when my mind was blown up when it comes to export times, it is when I switched from uh, hard hard disks that had the disk literally Spinning physically drive. spinning in it <laughs> to SSD and then the export times dropped dramatically and I was mind blown. And then after that, it was, you know, incremental time differences and then M1 came and it, it was I was just mm. mind blown. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with M2 now. So so it's good. So, you know, I know you haven't the look the a fully loaded M1 Ultra Max Studio I think it's like around is it around like $7,000 before tax if I recall. So, you're using the M2 Ultra, I mean, are you are you compelled to get an M2 Ultra because the M1 is already so crazy or are you just going to wait it out but you're still just blown away by the results? Like where do you stand on the idea of upgrading or waiting for you personally? I'm a little so I have that addiction that maybe <laughs> maybe I don't want to admit but I want to get it. I want to I want to max it out and get it. And lo, sometime when M1 Max MacBook Pro came out I maxed it out and I got it with eight terabyte hard drive and everything. And and I was just I wanted that machine because I thought it would make a good YouTube video because it's maxed out. Everyone would want to see what maxed out is like. And I knew it was obscure to pay that much money in my case. But in time I it I just realized having eight terabytes of storage yeah. is not just luxury, but it's it's something that is so so good to have because you can fill it up with all the i have so much sound effects so much plugins so much footage all the beauty shots and everything i did is shot in 120 frames per second so everything starts taking up a lot of space and then sometimes you render those footages that takes up more space Mm -hmm. and and i came close to almost filling up eight terabytes but it was so comfortable. I didn't need an external drive. And the problem I have with external drives on projects like these, they heat up. And when they heat up, they slow down. So when mm. they slow down, they're mm. useless to me. So I use... I'm showing it to my camera. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This, and I'm going to show it to you. This is... Oh, it's a fan. You go put on your drive? Yeah, this is a Peltier... Oh cooler from razor and i just put this on my <laughs> you know like external drive i put this oh. on there and that's how i that's how i keep on working and i don't need that with when you have eight terabytes so yeah. as much as as much as everything adds up and becomes really expensive i find that when i have that kind of machine I make that money back with a couple of jobs I get. So it pays for itself. And then I'm wor- worryless when, it's com- when it comes to doing the next project. So you didn't answer my question. Are you going to get an M2 Ultra Max Studio or are you going to wait right now? I, I'm making my way to uh, <laughs> <laughs> saying that I'm going to do, I'm trying to convince you to come with me. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, here, here, so here's the thing, right? The M2... I'm I'm at a point as a creator where my M1 Max fully loaded 16-inch MacBook Pro yeah. is so good yeah. that I'm just gonna wait for the M3 generation. That that makes sense, yeah. Because an M like an M1 Max, you know, not not an Ultra, but an M1 Max to an M2 Max, it's like 20, 30 percent speed gains, but it's not enough for me. If I can get to 40, 50 percent. Uh, render increase gains then and which I'm pretty sure is going to happen from M1 to M3 then I'll pull the trigger and I just yeah I that that's just how my brain is and I I've I'll, I wanted a Mac Studio I still want a Mac Studio and then I'm just going to I'm just going to wait I'm just going to wait till M3 and it then makes sense. go go hard I completely hard understand the, right I think it all comes down to upgrading your phone every 2 years instead of 1 year kind of mm-hmm. approach because they're they're so good now. I mean, if we if we go somewhere without any products and then they give us a camera and then an M1 MacBook, I wouldn't complain. I would still work on it. 
And <laughs> well, you're, I, you know, your face is all, you're all, I, I would look at it for I would, I would, I would, yeah, I'll, I'll, I will make, <laughs> look, I, I started with cameras that had five minute limit, okay? <laughs> so well, I'll, I'll make do it, it work. But, yeah, I'll, I'll make it work. Don't worry. No excuses. <laughs> That's how I approach these things. But if you can get it, get it. But if you don't, just get it done. Oh man, that's that's amazing. So I'll I'll expect to hear when from you when you when you when you get that M2 Max. I mean M2 Ultra yeah. Studio. That's that's exciting. So um, Farouk, I also wanted to talk about because you know this was when I saw you at WWDC this year. This is the first time that you had been invited to Apple's campus for an event, and I think there's a lot there's a group of people that have been there so much that they don't really talk about or maybe they are jaded by it or take it for granted. So I think my audience who has never been inside there, um, I'd love to kind of hear just you riff on your experiences going to Apple Park for the first time. What did you think? What did you saw? What did you see? And did it live up to expectations or surpass them? Like, what was your experience like there? So, okay. Okay. Listen, listen very carefully. <laughs> if you're curious, um, if you're into technology and if, if all this really interests you, I hope you get to go one day because it is unbelievably fun and unforgettable. I got the invitation and I had to read the invitation three times and I'm, I'm reading, it says in person and I'm reading it, it says in person. And, it, and still... My brain says, yeah, in person, sit by your computer and watch the <laughs> keynote. I'm like, yeah, that's probably what it means. Thank you. I will. I will never miss the WWDC. <laughs> I will never, I, I never miss Apple events. So then I realized it's, I, I, they're really inviting me. And then I completely lost it. It was so, so much fun. We did all, I did all the preparations. We drove there one day ago and then... And then I didn't sleep at night. I was very, very wow, excited. Wow, yeah. And the yeah. Next, next day, I, I keep on turning in the bed and I, I keep on thinking, I should go there. I should be there. I should get in the line. I don't know where the line is. I, and then I go there. I don't know anything. <laughs> and, uh, and I finally find where I needed to be. And I was the second person in line in the me media group. There was one person in front of me. So I was the second to check in. <laughs> so they gave... They give you a bag and then it has some goodies in it. And then, and then seeing that building in person, I cannot describe. No video, no matter how hard Apple tries with their gorgeous visuals, it doesn't make justice. When you enter that, when you see it from outside, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. But then you enter it and then you go up one floor or whatever and then you see that building turn like that. It's disorienting. It's mind-blowing how beautiful it is. And then uh, we, we waited with the other uh, media members. And then the event started. And the energy is off the roof. It's so good. And, and I want to talk about the, the clapping. Because that was, that was something that always felt weird to me. <laughs> the, the people are clapping and cheering. You mean cheering. When, when Apple has their and own I, planted employees to clap along during certain points? And I, no, no, no. Like when you're walking in the campus, they're like, welcome, Oh, yeah, welcome, yeah, the, 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 welcome, the welcome claps, the welcome claps, yeah. And I know what it, that is now. I was thinking about it ever since I got back. You know the feeling you go to a bar and you don't want to dance? You just want to sit there, but inside, you know you will dance if something gets gets you there? That's what that is. It gets you there and then you just drop off all that, you know, I don't know, all that feeling and start enjoying it. The, the little kid inside of you comes out and then we sit down and start watching the event. You know, Tim Cook comes on stage, Craig Federici comes on stage. And I was, I was just out of my mind, just clapping and yelling, <laughs> talking, talking back to the, you know, event. It's a, you're watching a footage with everyone, but I was just talking back to it. It was, it was so much fun. And, I, I will. I will never forget. It. I. I hope I'll go back again and again and again. It's. It's always going to be remarkable, but this first one, I will never forget. It. In the end, I was so tired from walking everywhere, 
and and I got lost in the in the camp and like it's because it's a circle you don't know which part of circle you're in. it was it was un unforgettable no i i, I remember seeing yeah. you i remember seeing you and i said and i knew it was your first time and i'm like dude what do you think and you were like i you're like i can't process this you were like overstimulated like overwhelmed because it was there's just so much to see and take in and I, the best way that I describe walking around the perimeter of Apple Park where, you know, it's the UFO, it doesn't look real. It is so pristine. It looks like yeah. a render, like a CGI render that you're looking at because it's so massive. There's not a spot. I don't know who cleans that thing, but whoever it is, they're doing a fantastic job. They're doing a fantastic see, job. Right? Like... Like we pick up a device and it gets fingerprints all over it, right? There's mm -hmm. there's not one there's not one fingerprint anywhere on app, Apple campus. I mean, at least that you can see. And uh, you know the the energy it's it's different. That's why like when I go, I I have to sometimes settle myself down to be like, okay, let's. But it, it it definitely adds an extra effect, a layer of emotion and energy. Um, and look, you got to go to a historic event. You know, you went to. Apple launching an all-new product category, yeah. which is yeah. rare. And yeah. I think what was interesting about that is during the keynote, see, people at home were just watching a stream, but there we had audience members. We, people were cheering, people were clapping, people were laughing. So the energy was a lot different. It was interesting hearing people externally being like, ah, I what was so great about it? And I was like, I was like, really? I mean, even just the tech you weren't impressed by? And I could see how some wasn't, but everyone there was you heard the reactions you heard the gasp when they announced the final price like all of those things yeah. matter as part yeah. of the experience and so uh it, it it was it was just really 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 fun yeah i it's it's something else and i had the same experience i was at e3 at a at an event and i i i was I expressing my feelings on on the social media and i said this is so cool it's when keanu reeves came on stage and <laughs> He said, uh, breathtaking. That's what I was there when that happened. And I was like, this is just so cool. It's epic. And I got that reaction. It's like, no, it's not cool. It's just very bad announcement. And no one was happy about it. But being there, there in that sound, in that environment where all the people that are excited to be there, when they're there, it's completely different. It's like, it's like watching that movie on Thursday night when it first opens up you know <laughs> not even friday and everyone's in you know yeah, costumes yeah. and they're yelling at the t uh, screen it's like that's so cool it's like that versus watching it at home uh, a week like streaming right like and the energy right the reactions it's it, it does enhance the experience and so um but yeah it's the campus is amazing did you buy any uh merch to take back with you from from the gift shop I did. I bought the um, the Apple 1976 logo, uh -huh. 1970. Uh, I I got that one. I got a gray shirt with the Apple logo on it, and then I got another uh, rainbow for my wife. So yeah, I did. I did. I went to the shop in the Infinite Loop. The it sounds like you went Apple to Infinite Park, Loop, right? And then yep, I went yep, to yep. Infinite Loop as well. Yep. So that... I experienced both of the shops. When you said that, I'm like, oh, I think he, I was like, yeah, I think he went to Infinite Loop because those, the older retro shirts are at Infinite Loop. All of the new stuff is at the Visitor Center. Um, and, I got, you know. I got the rainbows from the Visitor Center and the gray one from the Infinite Loop. Yeah. It's real nice. It's real nice. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, Farouk, thank you so much for coming and hanging out and, uh, talking shop. I mean, I'd love to have you again down the line of, of course. Uh, can you tell everyone Anytime. again where they can like find your work? social media you like what what should they go search for absolutely i on youtube i'm i found out it's like nintendo or avocado if you will <laughs> but it's iphone though and uh so literally the word iphone and then do at the end of it and on instagram i'm on youtube and instagram and uh tiktok right now on tiktok it's the same iphone though but on Instagram, it is A-Y-F-O-N-D-O. It's spelled different because someone squatted my name and Instagram is not giving it back to me. <laughs> that happened to me originally too. That's why I don't have my original name. Also, um, you, got, you got like a Turkish 
channel or Turkish uh, Instagram as well, right? So got to show love there, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I do. I do this stuff in two languages, both Turkish and English. And uh, if you speak Turkish, come follow me on iPhone.tr, standing for Turkey. See, there you go. So, yeah. all right, Farouk, um, that was awesome. Thanks so much for your time and hanging out. And uh, I guess I'll see you at the next event or when, whenever the next camp thingamajigger is. I hope I mean, so. We yeah. got to go shopping, dude. You dress so well. I, I, <laughs> I got to learn from, I have so much to learn. Yo, yo, I mean, I love, first of all, we got to find time, but I'll, 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 I'll uh, hold you to that. Let's, let's figure it out. And it's not like we don't, I don't go buy like the fanciest stuff. It's just what makes you feel happy. It makes you feel good. I don't know. You look amazing every time. Every time I see you dressed, it's like, <laughs> dude, it's so cool. And I go there, like, you know, in, in my gray shirt and sweatpants. <laughs> it's colors, baby. It's colors and patterns, baby. Just embrace oh, them. Yeah. Embrace them. Embrace them. We'll maybe we'll do the we do the uh, iPhone do makeover, BTZ style. <laughs> oh, I I would love that. Oh man. <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Thank you. See ya. See you soon. See ya. All right. So there you go. Me and iPhoneDo, my man Farouk, always such a pleasure, such a great, incredible guy and human and tech reviewer, uh, all things above. So always fun to talk to him and bring him on the show. And hopefully he'll come back if I didn't scare him away. All right. Before we go, we got to give a big thanks to our Platinum Apples at the $100 level, Brandon Ledford. Gil Cabrera, Wesley Frader, Jarrett Lewis, Michael Gigliotti, Atari Koenigsegg, and Glenn Canales. Thank you so much for all of your support. And thank you to everyone, again, who continues to support at every level and literally allow me to keep on doing this. Uh, I'm always grateful, and that's why I keep on bringing it and putting my best foot forward and got to give you the best stuff that I can. So I am going to be going away. By the time you hear me, uh, at least the, t- the next time I'm actually back, uh, I'm going to be married. That's crazy. So... Thank you so much, everybody. We'll be back here. Same bat time, same bat channel. If I'm gone for a week and an episode skips, just just understand. I think it's maybe the second time in five years I've done it. So I try to keep it as consistent as possible. But take care, everybody. Be safe. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks again. And hey, guess what? It's the Apple Bits XL, baby. Peace. <laughs>